Well, Steinhoff, the integrated discount retailer, reporting a 36% climb in full-year profit for the 12 months to June. Steinhoff is, of course, the majority shareholder in Pepco, which owns Pep Stores and Ackermans, among others. And Steinhoff, also the 100% owner of the furniture retailer, the JD Group, not to mention its expanse of European businesses. Marcus Juster is Steinhoff CEO and joins us now. Marcus, thanks for your time today. Steinhoff's share price are reaching, as far as I know, a new high off the back of these results. What were some of the highlights of the past year for the group? Obviously, we started the year off on quite a um, extensive capital raising uh, last year in July when we did an accelerated book bill to raise capital from offshore investors to prepare the company for its ultimate listing in Frankfurt, which will happen uh, later in this year. So that was a major change in the capital structure of Steinhoff to reduce the debt that we built up over a 15-year period to grow the group. And uh, it was something that uh, is the next chapter in uh, the history of Steinhoff. So we had quite a task in order to eliminate the dilution of such a capital raise where you only really save interest uh, with the money and therefore uh, had our work cut out for us. And then, of course, uh, in the latter part of this financial year for us was the biggest uh, transaction we've ever done in Steinhoff with the acquisition of Pepcor, uh, which uh, obviously changed the face, as you can see there on the balance sheet and the income statement of Steinhoff once again. But uh, I'm very pleased to say that uh, all the teams worldwide and the new Pepcor team has exceeded our expectations, and that's why we are delighted to be able to have delivered to shareholders a result whereby no dilution took place, irrespective of these two major transactions and extra equity that we issue, and that it all turned out for the good. So, relief we are, but also very satisfied, Anna. Marcus, your comment in the results statement is that these results are primarily supported by a growing discount retail environment. Are consumers going to keep shopping down for some time to come both in South Africa and abroad? That's my personal opinion. Uh, We have seen this trend now since the financial crisis actually started in 2007. I think in South Africa this trend has escalated substantially over the last 12 months. And certainly in uh, Europe and surrounding areas where the Steinhoff footprint is the biggest, uh, we see this trend continuing and uh, obviously it suits our business model and uh, I'm very happy that we decided to uh, pick that category many, many years ago of the discount world. And obviously PEP have suited that uh, like a glove and therefore uh, we believe that that trend of an increasing consumer shopping at our stores worldwide will continue in the next uh, foreseeable future. You mentioned that uh, footprint in Europe growing ever larger by the day, it seems. You are growing market share across your discount retailers on the continent. How many countries in Europe does Steinhoff have a presence in at the moment? We have today, uh, as you uh, probably would have seen there in the... um, results announcement where we are now exposure to 30 countries with 40 retail brands and running 6,500 retail outlets with more close to 100,000 people. So, Anna, that is uh, 
That is in world terms a massive business. We are very proud of what we have built. But the more exciting part is that each one of them individually have growth plans by the local management, store openings that they're doing on a daily basis, and market share gains. And as you know, today's size and scale uh, is your friend as a retailer, and you need that to be able to provide your customers with the best available price. And the more units you have, the lower your cost to operate gets, and therefore the margin uh, massage gets uh, easier, and it uh, increases all the time. So there's still a lot of uh, room to go, but we are very happy with where we are at the moment. And any plans to expand into new European territories or outside of Europe? We have been uh, opening up, especially under the uh, PEPCO uh, label, uh, quite aggressively in Eastern Europe during this period, and that will continue. We have also since year-end opened uh, 50 PEP and Co stores in the United Kingdom, which is very exciting. And we also have the newly acquired uh, Macdan Group in France, which is the same stores that what Pepco runs in Eastern Europe. So there's a lot of excitement and growth going, but we're not really going to explore brand new territories, and we have a lot to learn from each other between Pepcor and Steinhoff in the countries we have both been operating for many years. So we have our work cut out for us and enough growth uh, in the foreseeable future in the territories where we are already. You mentioned Steinhoff's plans to list on the Frankfurt Stock Exchange later on this year. What do you hope to achieve from that listing? We will get an exposure to a a much broader base of retail uh, investors on a worldwide basis because of the depth of first world investors that are prohibited to participate via emerging market uh, investors. And with the mix of the company today with uh, more than 70% in uh, foreign earnings, we obviously uh, will attract and have access to a much wider base uh, of investors, but similarly have all the benefits of what the company has to also have a listing on the JSE. So it is really business as usual with just an additional trading platform in Frankfurt providing the ability for lots of new investors that are not allowed to invest in terms of their mandate via Johannesburg. And any further capital raising plans on the table? No, I think at the moment uh, I would say that we our gearing is too low and we have raised a lot of uh, capital during the last financial year. We also might look at buying some shares back with our surplus cash. And we've also declared a very healthy 6.5 billion rand dividend. So uh, at the moment and on the listing in Frankfurt, we don't plan to uh, raise any capital. You mentioned um, in the results, at least, the strength of online sales in France in particular. I'd be interested to know whether online shopping is at all a part of your strategy here in South Africa. It's very much so. It's, uh, you know, South Africa might be a little bit slower than what we had to do in Europe, where it's much more advanced. But uh, the group is absolutely committed uh, that the retail business and the Internet must be fully integrated, and we are very active in that field. And a lot of our brands are already facilitating that in South Africa, and it will be a big part of our growth going forward. And what sort of products are your South African shoppers buying the most? Which clothing, homeware, footwear brands are most popular? 
obviously incredible connection and the Hi-Fi Corp are more advanced because that is the kind of product that people want to buy on the internet, whereby our typical uh, homeware and low-cost clothing uh, customers do prefer to come to the shop and uh, do their shopping there. So it will always be a mix in category of product. Where in Europe, we have in our discount stores lots of people already ordering products uh, on the internet, but do come to the store to uh, pick up. So we refer to it as click and collect, and I think it uh, is something that all retailers worldwide is going to have to facilitate if you want to play in the new world. And Marcus, in-store purchases uh, in South Africa, which products are most popular there? No, I mean, obviously the uh, apparel is the biggest division in-store that we have through Pep and Ackerman and our strength. And, I mean, we have an enormous market share in children wear and school wear. So that's by far the most popular product category in South Africa. Touching a bit on some of the challenges we're facing here, has Steinhoff um, been able to calculate what load shedding has cost its business and what has it had to do as a result? Well, you know, you can calculate that. I'm not so sure what the benefit is of having that amount in your head because (laughs) at the end of the day, you can do nothing about that. So our focus is not on trying to find excuses for not achieving our targets. So our management is proactive, and if we have to install generators, whatever we had to do, we stayed open, we traded, our customers got their products, and we are satisfied with that performance, and we have to deal... Uh, and be positive to, uh, to negate these uh, challenges. And these challenges are not different. In China or in Eastern Europe, we have load shedding all over the world. It's not a unique South African problem. And Rand, weakness, is that on aggregate a good or a bad thing for the group? For Steinhoff in total, the uh, Rand weakness is probably neutral because we do export and on the same token we import. At the moment, calculating our earnings in Rand a week, a weak rand is positive, but obviously we don't measure that as a performance because we like to look at our performance in constant currencies. Finally, Marcus, is South Africa still a very important market for Steinhoff? Absolutely so. I mean, South Africa is going to be, uh, from a size point of view, a massive uh, part of our business. I mean, we're talking about billions and billions of turnover that we do in this territory. And uh, we are very committed uh, to this country. And I am not as negative as I have seen sometimes uh, about the future of South Africa. We think that uh, the consumer needs to be helped and the best price product. And if you are the cheapest in the market and you provide them with a quality product, uh, I think the chances of uh, success in South Africa is very good. So I'm optimistic about the future for our branded businesses in South Africa. Marcus Euster is the CEO of Steinhoff.